0: Gosh dilly darn, Gabriella! did you see the weather?
1: It's raining, huh?
0: I heard that it is umbrella season.
1: April showers.
0: April showers. Call Rain Man. Rain Man.
1: Call Riri.
0: Rain Man. Because you know that once we shine, we shine together. And you can come under my...
1: Umbrella, Ella... Ella A A A A A A Six A's.
0: I feel Rain Man. Rain Man it's is here, rainin', guys. Raining, raining. I'm gonna cover my one eye. Oh. Come in to me. That's what she said. Come in
1: to me. Oh, you crazy!
0: You want to be i saw you, crazy! You better...
1: I don't know about these other guys, but we are like a superhero. You no? Know? We're like... Da, 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 da. We're not crazy. Everybody knows you never go full retard. Muhammad is the most commonly used name on earth. Read a
0: fucking book for one. Did you get that memo? Yeah, I got the memo. Picasso is dead. Walt Disney is dead. I'm dead. Steve Jobs is dead. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Welcome to the Mentally Gone Podcast. What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of Mentally Gone.
1: Main podcast. Main
0: podcast because we've been doing uh, Mentally Gone dailies every other day. There are weeks where we've been consistent. But the same cannot be said with this particular (laughs) podcast.
1: That we haven't done in almost two months.
0: Almost two months. So we're inevitably going to be rusty. And I just ask that you guys bear with us. But we have a jam-packed conspiratorial podcast. We're going to be touching on a few topics that we feel are important for us to, you know, start the engines back up again.
1: And from the intro of the video, you can guess that we will be talking about some pop culture history involving Rihanna's Umbrella song. Oh, baby, baby. And <laughs> and it's a pretty dark one honestly.
0: It's pretty dark. Um we decided to start dissecting uh pop culture and that includes music videos obviously. And we 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 were both talking about how back in like the early 2010s and even before 2010 Uh, we would both just go online and at school and and kids in school, like they would all be talking about uh, Illuminati music videos, Mm -hmm. you know? So like this was a thing 10 years ago. And I think that it's time for a renaissance, if you will, for us to revive these topics and just draw more attention to what exactly is happening within the music industry. And one of the most prevalent and most impactful Conspiracies, I think, growing up for me, it was the Rihanna, Jay Z, Beyonce, Illuminati conspiracy theories, right? Which, ironically, or maybe not ironically, but coincidentally, is still very much relevant to this day, which is wild.
1: Yeah, years later, I still think that that Jay Z and Beyonce and even Rihanna are like very big parts of whatever group. They're in.
0: Yeah, definitely key players in the whole Illuminati thing, the whole Freemason agenda.
1: Elite, uh, uh, like elitism, so yeah. elites.
0: They are very important pawns. And we just wanted to kickstart this episode by dissecting uh, Rihanna's most po- debatably her most popular song right her most popular music video
1: yeah it might be it might be the most popular if not it is definitely one of the most popular
0: this music video on youtube is on track to garnering 1 billion views
1: that's crazy
0: as of this recording 900 million plays this music video has
1: just on youtube
0: just on youtube and while we were researching the satanic meanings Behind this song and behind the visuals of it, behind the lyrics, we found ourselves getting just basically hypnotized by the song. And now we can't stop singing. Yeah,
1: it. it's stuck in our heads. It's and weird. I,
0: I think that that's also by design, you know, like it's like a spell almost.
1: Yeah, I'm, re- I'm rebuking it already, though. And i rebuke it. But let's get into this nitty gritty ditty.
0: All right, so this song a lot of people will say oh no it's a song about loyalty it's about friendship it's about love but if you really break down the lyrics of the song and you really get down to the knit and gritty of what it actually means you'll start realizing that they say a lot of things that are nowhere near romanticism like it doesn't even equate to demonstrating you know love towards someone even if it's just a friend like it makes makes no sense Mm-hmm. And it's just completely out of context, but it's it's basically directed and funneled towards occult practices because it's a demonstration of Rihanna essentially signing away her soul and committing to the other side, to the dark side. And it's important that Jay-Z is in this video because he's been known as the person who basically, like he, he's, he's been known to be essentially the bridge Right, so he's the person that crosses people to the other side, yeah, because he's already like a high level member, and so the same happened, which we'll eventually touch on Beyonce as well in a future episode, but he's done the same thing with Beyonce in one of her music videos where they 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 showcased a ritualistic death through a car accident, and then the car you know collided, um, erupted in flames, and Beyonce the old Beyonce died. And then shortly after, the new Beyonce, Sasha Fierce, appears next to Jay-Z. And the same formula happens with Rihanna Mm -hmm. in this music video. And that's why we just want to, like, start from here because then it'll give us a nice uh, trackway or a nice uh, road to pave down, you know?
1: And it's most definitely not a love song because of just... Just how much the lyrics are alluding to like material things and this like imagery of lightness versus darkness. And and I don't know, like to me, it's just blatantly obvious. Like it's just so hard to ignore. And 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 now that I've like reheard it, knowing what I know it, it, I can't even see it as a love song at all. It's definitely not. I can't. Yeah. Or like the sensual song, like I just can't see it that way
0: all right so throughout this video right rihanna sings the whole song by herself for the most part but she takes on multiple different personalities right with the first half of the video showing her playing the role of an evil entity dressed all in black with a top hat that is trying to seduce essentially and possess rihanna it's trying to coerce her into signing on the dotted lines you know with satan the devil or with this demonic force which is what we're going to dive into exactly who and what this demonic force is but it's essentially that so there's the dark rihanna right and then the second role that she plays is also herself but it's it it's supposed to embody the pureness of rihanna you know it's her pure ethics morals and values and it's presented to us as Rihanna wearing all white because that's usually associated with purity innocence, yeah yeah purity of soul and so this one is called the good girl mm-hmm. and so you had the bad girl and the good girl mm. and Rihanna's nickname nowadays on her social media handles is
1: bad gal Riri.
0: right bad gal and she's known by DJ e. Khaled for example who always calls her bad girl mm-hmm. you, you know it's like bad girl just sent the, vo- the vocals in another one you know
1: yeah, and I wanted to mention that the um, well, you know that the the name of the album is "Good yeah. Girl Gone Bad," right? Yeah. Uh, well, I was yeah. Say that go too. ahead. No, so. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Go, go. I'll add after. Go.
0: Oh no! And then I was just going to point out how interesting that the name of the album is "Good Girl Gone Bad." And this music video alone basically sets the tone for the album and for exactly what they hope to achieve and what they have achieved. Yeah, and
1: I wanted to mention that the next album that she released, which by the way this the Good Girl Gone Bad album cover yeah. was the first cover after her first two albums I think it was that she covered one of her eyes we'll with her haircut. Right. And then the next album cover that came after this and the next album two years later was called Rated R. And that one was another one where she's blatantly covering one of her eyes with her hand this time and not her hair. Yep. And then the other eye has like makeup that looks like the eye of Horace. See, And so I just found this super interesting that it was like right after the Good Girl Gone Bad Mm -hmm. um, album and this song, which was like the transitionary phase of going from the good girl to the bad girl, like you said, that Rated R, the next album came out and then there was that one eye symbolism and that's just where it began.
0: Right, because Umbrella is in essence an initiation ritual. Mm. So it's her Rihanna getting initiated into the Illuminati Freemasonry, whatever you want to call it into Satanism into the occult. Right. And I think that it's exactly what you said. So it, it, it was a successful ritual, a successful initiation ritual that led her into that group. And she went under the wings of none other than Jay-Z himself, which is a high who is a high ranking Freemason
1: and throughout the music video too speaking of the one-eyed symbolism she's constantly with her haircut and the hat that she's wearing yeah almost constantly covering one eye the entire time exactly and and i don't find that to be a coincidence so people who say like oh like that's just the hairstyle and stuff like it cannot be a coincidence that it's so prevalent throughout the whole music video. It's the first album cover that she's covering an eye. And then yeah. the next one is called Rated R, which is supposed to be like super, you know, hypersexual all of a sudden when her first, her first two albums were very like um, lovey-dovey songs, kind of very, very, very much so innocent and yeah. very much so like a regular singing girl. And then now, you know as her music progressed it became more like uh, you know sensual and sexual and mm-hmm. more aggressive even and i feel like that's not i mean that is on purpose like there is a reason for that
0: it's a hundred percent by design and i also feel like because once she was initiated she gave herself as a vessel to propagate the messages of the higher-ups you know the messages of the, the powers that be you know, and so that's why uh, promoting lust and and gluttony and envy and hatred and just basically promoting these seven sins is part of the agenda. And you don't even have to be religious necessarily or subscribe to any religion to really understand that. You know, there's always this clear shift in in um, branding when an artist like before an artist takes that leap and afterwards. You know, like you can see that distinctive, like it's a night and day difference. And it was no different with Rihanna herself. And so going back to the whole like taking on different roles, right? There's the good Ri, and then there's the bad Ri, And then at the end of the video, towards the end of the song, we have the final form of Rihanna, which is the version that has been successfully possessed by the evil and has committed to selling her soul for all eternity for exchanging or in exchange for worldly goods and material goods and material possessions, fame, fortune, all that great stuff, you know that that we're taught to worship and idolize. Um, all right, so because I have a bunch of notes here that I wrote, so I'm just basically going through these notes f- first, just to set the tone, and then we'll like break down each part, and then you'll also help me out, yeah. obviously. But I'm just basically giving you guys the notes that I wrote. And then there's another part of, the, of our dissecting that we saved onto an article. Mm-hmm. So then we'll get to that very soon. But I just wanted to say also that Jay-Z's opening verse sets the stage for the diplomatic and financial immunity that comes with being affiliated and indoctrinated into the upper echelon of society. illuminati or the freemasons and so the whole song is basically jay-z saying that he hydroplanes in the bank he he like no bad weather is ever gonna catch him off guard it's never gonna knock him off balance because he is protected he is immune to all of the things that affect everybody else because he is closely linked and closely associated with the people even that are responsible for creating these things who are the Freemasons and the Illuminati and just all this stuff, right? So if there's like a financial crisis, for example, it could be said that one example is that the 1929-1930s financial crisis, the Great Depression was architected by the Rockefellers to seize control of certain American assets and to basically consolidate their power within the U.S. And the same could be said about the 2008-2009 recession. So... It's like there are these powers, these higher powers that try to take advantage of vulnerabilities. And so the best way to take advantage of vulnerabilities is by being the person that creates it and that controls it. And so that's basically what Jay-Z is selling to Rihanna is like saying like, hey, like you see me, you know, like I'm like flying in G5 jets. I'm wealthy. I'm not stressing at all. It could be raining, but I'm under his umbrella which isn't God for them, you know, protection. Right. Right. Which is Satan, which is the devil.
1: And and just like you said, he's like he's like making it very clear that he will always be like sustained even on a rainy day. And Mm -hmm. so that's why this song Umbrella right from the beginning has like none of his lyrics hint at any love relationship, um, anything like that. There, it's all talking about financial, uh, cr- right? Financial gain, financial wealth, like um, overcoming any financial crisis because he's like unaffected by it and mm-hmm. stuff. And then, a- and so, the umbrella is the symbolism for the protection that you get for entering into this like group or organization that they're in. Just like you said,
0: right? Because Jay Z is essentially saying that nothing can affect. Those who stand under the umbrella of Satan, right under the umbrella of their gods, you know, of who they worship and who they actually devo- like devote their lives and souls to,
1: whoever it is, yeah, yeah.
0: And no one who is under the umbrella can be harmed, right? Mm-hmm. And so, Jay Z then emphasized the fact that he has already committed to crossing into the dark side with the line, Jay Rain Man is back with Little Miss Sunshine, Rihanna, where you at, and so. I'm not going to continue in my notes now. I'm going to transition into the article that we both share. And we can just start by breaking it down. So I already told you guys about the Rihanna as the devil, the evil Rihanna. I told you guys about the Rihanna as the good girl, the pure Rihanna, dressed in all white. And then there's the final form of Rihanna, which we'll get into as the Rihanna who's possessed. Um, So we can just uh, start from the part where Jay-Z says j rain man is back with little miss sunshine rihanna where are you at mm-hmm. j aka rain man um has has also been possessed by the devil and contra- like contra uh, how do you say it?
1: contrary to
0: contrary to rihanna who he calls little miss sunshine right she remains pure So Rihanna is the good girl and Jay-Z is already bad and he is asking Rihanna to cross over to that side, to the dark side.
1: Inviting her, right.
0: And then if you want to read the next part, it says, so Jay-Z's lyrics.
1: Right, and like I said, Jay-Z's lyrics have nothing to do with love, friendship, or any type of relationship. And his lyrics are saying that he is part of the chosen, the elite, the unaffected, like we said, the secret group that cannot be harmed by the trials and tribulations of this small people. So they don't have the same like struggles as like normal people. Mm -hmm. In fact, they like this group is immune to it essentially. Mm -hmm. And even if there's a major crisis, he's associated with the very people that make those crises happen, just like you said. And so he won't be affected. And this group bows down and worships evil. Yeah. And if Rihanna wants to be a part of them, she has to do the same. So that, that's why we said that this felt like a, an initiation song into that.
0: Of course, yeah. And to your point, too, he chose the name of his group and his label to be Rockefeller. Yeah. Right? And then he also has a line that says, when the clouds come, we gone. We Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. Rockefeller was, you know, one of the most notorious families, the richest family, I think, on the planet. Um historically um and they have been long associated with being parts of the illuminati with being um at at the very least freemasons because they are freemasons you know and so he's basically implying he's saying like we are rockefeller we are in the same league as the rockefellers yeah we go to the same thing as they do we are part of the same club that they are uh, just r- real quick is is my mic okay yeah you sure yeah it's just that it, it, like it's like it been so long, guys, that this microphone is is sounding a little bit different to my ears than it usually does. But it's fine. No, it sounds as long perfect. As it sounds good. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to start dissecting Rihanna's lyrics. And what, what we're going to do here is line by line. You're going to read the black part, which is the original lyrics. And I'm going to read the translation for each line.
1: Okay. So the, the start of the song is, you have my heart.
0: Which translates to, I love you.
1: And we'll never be worlds apart.
0: Translates, even if I'm not from your world, I'll never be far from you.
1: Maybe in magazines.
0: You may be famous and in magazines.
1: But you'll still be my star.
0: But you will always be my star. Notice the possessiveness there. Right. Nobody else's.
1: Mm, Baby, because in the dark.
0: Because when you won't be successful anymore.
1: You can't see shiny cars.
0: When you won't be able to buy shiny cars and material goods and, and live lavishly in this world.
1: And that's when you need me there.
0: That's when you'll need my protection because you'll be desperate.
1: With you, I'll always share.
0: Because and at, in exchange for your soul, with you, I'll always share my riches. Right. Right. So this, just to clarify, is the devil offering the benefits of joining the dark side to right. Rihanna, so it's his like pitch to Rihanna. It's like, hey, you know, I know that you could be in magazines, but don't get fooled because one day all of that's gonna go away. But if you're with me, it'll be forever.
1: And I wanted to point out to the line where it says, "In the dark, you can't see shine. You can't see shiny cars, and that's when you need me there with you. I'll always share." Mm-hmm. I took that as meaning like. The goal and the motivation is reaching the riches, and and that's what a lot of these artists wish to see, and the shiny car, like the shiny cars and the material things, and that's what they've got their visions on. Mm-hmm. So, in order to climb to the spotlight, um, they have to join into this dark entity that'll help them reach those dreams and riches, right? and that's the only way that they can make these dreams and aspirations a reality Mm. and then only then in the limelight when when they've proven to give into these offerings of the evil entity and the corrupt nature of these industries or whatever it is um, will they be able to obtain what their heart desires so when when it says like um, in the dark you can't see shiny cars but with you and then uh and that's when you need me there it's like only with me will you be able to see foresee that future where you obtain these riches right like where you can make this vision a reality um essentially yeah but yeah that's kind of what i interpreted that meaning too i don't know if i'm right or not but
0: that sounds about right to me i don't know that was a great take yeah um, so, do you want do you want to do it again for the chorus part? Yeah. All right. So you do you do the black, and I'll do the hi- highlighted part.
1: Okay. So then the chorus goes: When the sun shines, we'll shine together.
0: Which translates to: When you shine from your success, we both profit from it.
1: Told you I'll be here forever. I
0: will always be a part of you. I'm not going anywhere.
1: Said I'll always be your friend.
0: We'll always be by your side. <laughs>
1: took an oath. I must stick it out till the end.
0: I promised you I would protect you and I will do it as long as necessary.
1: Now it's raining more than ever.
0: So the translation could be interpreted as now the financial crisis is afflicting the world because at the time when it came out, um, it was at the height of like talks and speculations of the financial crisis, essentially. Right. But I interpret this and this is my different interpretation is that maybe it's about... I don't think that this impending doom that, that, that they are alluding to, I don't think it has to do with the material realm, but rather with the spiritual realm. So I think it's like the spiritual battle that's happening, you know, be it between God and evil, good, and, good and evil for sure. Cause I feel like both of them exist. And that's something that's empirical that both that humans can test for good. And they can test for evil, basing off of your senses, basing off of your intrinsic intuition. Um, so good and evil exist and if good and evil are real things then I feel like they also exist in other metaphysical realms so I feel like that's what they're alluding to it's not just the the financial markets that's going to crash and all that stuff it's it's choosing a side in this spiritual ongoing battle that's just heightening and getting worse as we speak
1: yeah and then it goes um, but we'll still have each other
0: but I'm still here with you
1: you can stand under my umbrella you can stand under my umbrella
0: which is you can be under my protection so umbrella again referencing protection you know yeah. you're under my umbrella you are immune from rain from acid rain from fire rain from anything that's happening in your world you'll always be protected you'll always stay dry because you have me up, me me cuz you have me by your side
1: yeah and not to mention the line that it says took an oath i'm gonna stick it out to the end
0: yeah that's and, literally
1: right like, what would that have to do with love, first and foremost? But also, an oath literally can mean that this is a contract of selling her soul away. Yeah. Selling away her values, her morals, a part of your character in order to make way for this new personality that has been established for her, mm-hmm. which is the bad girl. And then once, once you've reached that point where you've traded yourself for the promises of riches... Um, and paid the price of what it costs you're entangled in that oath um, or in that contractual agreement and spiritually binding contract or whatever else Mm. and and you're stuck in that because that's what you've gotten yourself into and so that's why it says until the end this oath is until the end yeah so now that you're in it there is no backtracking on it
0: there's no out of it and that's why people say don't make a deal with the devil Correct. because he doesn't play fair you know yeah and i also want to point out how interesting the use of ella 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 A-A-A-A-A-A-A. so like right there the A's were six of them yeah and i feel like this repetitive and hypnotic rhythm is also by design and it kind of reminds me of chants used in magical spell ceremonies and u- used in conjurations and, and summons you know so it has like this this like witchcrafty element to it and I feel like that's what makes it so addicting I feel like a lot of these like mainstream songs that really pop they have a formulaic uh, process obviously like uh, like basically a formula that's applied to it But also there's a a deeper underbelly there, like a darker underbelly rather, where it's black magic. And that's my opinion.
1: Yeah, um, I definitely agree with that for sure.
0: So on to the second verse.
1: Second verse goes, um, these fancy things will never come in between.
0: Which translates to all of your material possessions will never separate me and you.
1: You're part of my entity here for infinity.
0: You're part of my entity. I own you until the end of times.
1: When the war has took its part.
0: See like that part right there, right? So again, it could be translated to the economic crisis, but it literally says when the war has took its part, I feel like it's the spiritual war that's happening that, that, that we can't see, but a lot of people feel it. And again, it's getting worse by the second, like it's, it's, it's building up to a culmination of events, like it's going to erupt, right? And I feel like that's why a lot of people are, are awakening now more than ever, you know, like a lot of people are, are realizing just how dark and satanic the, the forces that govern, govern us are. You know, compared to like 50 years ago, people didn't even fucking care about satanic, whatever. There was the satanic panic and all that stuff. But now every, like everybody realizes and is becoming aware and conscious of what's going on around us. And I feel like that's because this war is slowly but surely coming to an end. Will it result in the apocalypse, in the biblical apocalypse? armageddon is what it's called right or something
1: well i know that a lot of religions refer to it as judgment day which is the day that like for catholics and christians at least i guess it's the day that jesus or god comes down and judges you and kind of decides right whether you will be welcome into his kingdom essentially
0: whether or not that happens whether or not that particular religion got it right um I do have this feeling that something is building up to something similar to that. Right. And at this time, it was just starting to boil. Like like these demons and these dark energies that, 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 that have been governing us for, for the longest time are starting to just build confidence and starting to step outside of the darkness a little bit. Yeah. You know, and they're just getting more bold. So they're getting emboldened is that the word emboldened they're getting
1: bold they're getting bolder
0: they're balding
1: (laughs) they're turning into boulders (laughs) all right so uh
0: then the war has taken so translating your part when the war has took its part uh it's basically when the spiritual crisis has ravaged this world
1: um when the world has dealt its cards
0: when we'll know the final outcome of this world
1: if the hand is hard together we'll mend your heart
0: if you're in trouble me and you will work to stop this pain mm. so it's basically saying like hey old uncle satan over here has your back all times you know just sign on the dotted line again it's like coercing or it's like getting pushing her to sign just fucking sign the contract dude you know
1: yeah and i want to point out again because i did like even more dissecting because i couldn't help myself but the line where it says these fancy things will never come in between you're part of my entity here for infinity um first of all an entity is not something human if it's referring to like a a spiritual entity and that automatically alludes that this song is most definitely not about a partner a human partner it's about a spiritual entity something greater something you know um i guess with more power but spiritual entities could be like an angel or a demon but in this case from from the way that she's dressed in all black and the way that the delivery is then you can kind of assume that this is a demon a demon a demonic spirit speaking to her and then becoming a part of an entity could mean that you're pledging an allegiance
0: and that you're going to become possessed
1: exactly and that and you're in turn showing where your loyalty lies yeah and um in those relationships that people make with the devil it probably seems as though there's like no other choice because um either they can stand under the umbrella and then they're guaranteed safety and they have an easy road to success Mm -hmm. or they can weather out the storm and endure the rain life's suffering nature's way just like everyone else and so in the way that i saw it was like that is exactly what this person is offering it's like i like i will give you everything you want and and it will come seamlessly and that's why these people rise to success and it always seems like they're overnight celebrities yeah but it's because like there's something there like i don't know if it's spiritual or whatever the case is if it's actually like an organization of people that make it so or whatever the case is but i think that this this like imagery of the rain is what we as normal people go through it's like we have to stand in the rain sometimes and endure life suffering Mm -hmm. and people who just always have an umbrella over their head are are being offered this protection that not everyone has that like luxury of of of, um having Mm -hmm. and so that is something that the devil himself would be able to promise it's like i can promise you that you will have this like easy road yeah where not even a drop of rain will fall on your skin but that's like a metaphor obviously yeah and the fact that it says like for infinity um means that it is endless it's it's never ending so even this 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 doesn't have to mean like just binding your life, but even after life, mm-hmm. because if this has anything to do with Satan and the devil, then this this goes beyond life itself. Yeah, if it's a spiritual binding, whatever it is, then it will proceed after life has ended.
0: Which I think is a great another great metaphor, um, or rather another great interpretation for this metaphor is that standing under the umbrella creates the illusion of safety and protection right but then it makes you fragile Mm. and in this case what's becoming fragile is the person's soul yeah because by standing under the rain and getting soaked and getting hurt that that fortifies your soul and makes you learn lessons on this earth which is what i think we've been designed to do is learn compassion learn uh forgiveness learn all these things and that's what to me is the reason behind life and behind living otherwise there's no point you know like you're you're born and you die like what's the point point? and so i think that that's why it's it's often packaged that way and the person who's always presenting that package and trying to sell it is always satan because satan wants to deviate you from the lessons that you're supposed to learn so he wants to establish as much um disconnect from between you and the existential realm. Mm-hmm. And he wants to inject you and throw you into the materialistic realm. because then you just can't really work towards that goal, which is the goal of every human soul. It's to achieve ultimate understanding, be it regarding love, be it be it regarding again, forgiveness, uh, empathy, sympathy, and I feel like that's what the umbrella is. And that's the illusion of the umbrella is that when you're most desperate. So when you're in the dark, you can't see shiny cars. So you're the most desperate. Like you are on your knees, poor, broke, living in your car. And that's when the devil comes knocking because he sees that. And then he's like, all right, so this is a weak soul that will sell itself and for, that- for, for, for immediate gratification.
1: And that's why there's that phrase from rags to riches. Right, it's right. literally people who are in this like desperation to do anything to achieve these goals. And that's what I mean. It's like their vision is almost like unilateral. That's yeah. all they see. And so it's almost like a tunnel vision. Like everything else around them is, is just dark. And, and you said it perfectly because now that I think of it, rain is nature's way. like if you look at the bible there were so many storms and storms were seen as like a purification in some instances where it was like it's just nature's way like uh, a water puts out fire kind of thing you know Mm -hmm. and 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 then when you think of an umbrella that's a man-made tool it's a material thing and so Uh, it's literally like instead of you're you're literally becoming disconnected from nature and i feel like that's what a lot of a lot of everything that we have around us and consume music movies like uh objects that we own everything is separating us further and further from nature and and just just thinking of the umbrella this like man-made thing just like you said how it's how it's well you said it like
0: deviating you from the purpose of being yeah
1: of life the purpose of being of learning lessons and stuff it can also be that that it it's literally an object that's just separating you from like real reality
0: right so 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 it's very similar to wearing shoes right like like people talk a lot about grounding yeah and i think that the fact that we have constantly established this disconnect with nature like a lot of people listening and watching this um maybe haven't really stepped barefoot on grass in a long time Mm -hmm. because i feel like that's very easy to accomplish in today's society in today's world it's very easy for you to just go months and years without even thinking about like stepping on grass because you're always putting on your shoes and you're probably living in an apartment or you live in a house, but you just never thought about it. And so there's that disconnect through material things that establish this um, distance between humans and earth and nature and the real world, you know? And then same can be applied to virtual reality headsets, uh, social media, everything is designed to distance you from uncovering yourself, mm-hmm. from diving deep into your own personal shit. Right. And just
1: feeding you, feeding you. And and ironically, like all of these things is what's, what's made the world as like sensitive as it is. Yeah. Like people being afraid to like leave their homes and stuff. And it's because they have everything conveniently there. They can order their groceries. And we've talked about this a lot on like the daily episodes. But that that is what exactly i think of the umbrella it's like you cannot avoid the rain forever yeah. and someday that umbrella is just gonna freaking fly off of your fly out of your hands and that's that's how i see it is like these celebrities who sell their souls away they're on like a slippery slope yeah. and it's just a matter of time before it all cracks and crumbles and 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 things get exposed or or they lose it all or whatever the case is but there will come a time where these like material possessions won't hold up essentially.
0: That's a great way of putting it.
1: Yeah, but that's that's what I think.
0: So do you want to move on to the bridge part?
1: Yeah, so the bridge... I
0: just... Oh, yeah, go. Oh, go, go, go. No, sorry. Um, I just want to preface this by saying that this part basically embodies the whole concept of Freemasonry, the concept of duality right good and evil white and black and that's you know it ties back to ancient wisdom regarding the dao you know yin and yang so it's been this like age old uh con- concept that humans have always gravitated towards you know and i i think that it derives from the universal balance because there is a universal balance and there is such thing as like karmic energy in my opinion and that's why a lot of these ultra evil satanic people they give us hints at at what's going on just enough to restore balance or karmic energies to protect themselves essentially yeah and to fortify and to ensure that whatever they're doing whatever rituals they're doing whatever practices they're currently um busy with uh, are successful Mm-hmm. and so this part is interesting because of what you said. Also, that Rihanna has been sporting a iconic one eye haircut, right, which is by design. And this specific part of the video shows a dialogue between the evil, quote unquote, devil version of Rihanna and the pure white dressed Rihanna. Um, and it's difficult to notice at first because it's very quickly, and there's also no difference in the tone of voice. So it's not like she goes yeah when she's speaking as a devil it's just the same person but how she makes that distinction is through camera work and through editing and that's why it's important to break down these videos because a lot of it is very all of it is very intentional and very methodical and very meticulous right and so the video gives us visual clues of the dialogue by reversing the images of Rihanna. So so you see a version of Rihanna like with the, her hair, yeah. To the
1: left side and then flip to the right side, kind yeah. of.
0: So those represent two personalities one being the evil entity that's coercing her and trying to make her sign the, the dotted lines and, and, and sign her soul away. And then the other one is the pure Rihanna, the pure essence, which is going to be abolished through this initiation ritual, which is the music video, and will result in her being fully initiated by the end of the video. Mm -hmm. And so the bridge...
1: So the evil Rihanna tells the pure Rihanna, you can run into my arms. It's okay. Don't be alarmed.
0: Which translates to, you can come and seek my protection. Don't be scared.
1: Okay. And then um, Rihanna answers. This is the pure Rihanna. Come into me.
0: As in, come inside of my body and possess me. So the pure Rihanna is giving, uh, what's the name of the thing? Um, Consensual uh, consensus.
1: Oh, consent, yeah.
0: Consent. Mm -hmm. So the pure Rihanna is giving full consent to this demonic entity to come inside of her.
1: Yeah. And I was going to say, so, so this like flipping in position, like one position saying, it's okay, don't be alarmed. And then right after that part where it flips the position again, the angle of her face, mm-hmm. and then she responds, come into me, which is what you said. It's like allowing this thing access to possess her body, to do whatever it pleases, but to enter her essentially, like almost as if, you know... Yeah. possessing or coming over her yeah. kind of thing. But uh, let me see. Then, then they both say there's no distance between our love. Yeah. And so that could mean that now they are one.
0: Right, right. And they say that line in unison mm-hmm. because there's no longer this distinction and this duality. There's no longer pure Rihanna. And this is the moment in the music video or aka this initiation ritual where they become one. So there's a merge between the the uh, the the death of her purity and the um, overpowering malevolence of this evil spirit, evil entity. And then
1: she goes on to say, so go on and let the rain pour. I'll be all you need and more,
0: which translates to let the world get what it deserves because I'll take care of you.
1: That's so crazy. Like, I'll be all you need and more.
0: Yeah. So let the world burn, Rihanna. Don't worry about the world because you have me and I have you. And therefore you have the world.
1: Yeah. And I have more to promise you. It's like all you need and more like you will never struggle. Essentially, you will never like, I don't know. It's it's crazy. Like, I will offer you security, riches and then some. Yeah, it's like surplus on top of that
0: but what's a man to gain the world and lose his soul
1: yeah very i think
0: that that's a bible quote right
1: very well said
0: yeah um so now that you probably gained an, another perspective on the song's lyrics uh we can proceed to analyze the actual video and the imagery right so up until this point we've been really focused on the lyric aspect of it but the visual component is even more mesmerizing and kind of like mind-blowing but um And I'm sure that there are at least a few people out there who haven't, like, heard this time and time again because a lot of this is new to me, like, especially the lyric part, you know?
1: Yeah. I always thought, I really always thought that it was a love song, like, growing up. Yeah. And so now that I'm, now, I'm telling you, now I cannot unsee what I've seen re-listening and re-watching and re- and, like, finally analyzing it and breaking it down for what it is
0: yeah and oh Oh, and the
1: video like just gives it away like the visuals of it is what's giving away why the lyrics and so that's why now we'll get into why the why we debunked the lyrics as we did
0: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check Yeah, because a lot of this is undeniable and if you like if you're one of those people who's watching this or or listening and thinking like, "Oh, like that's a reach." I highly recommend you just rewatch the video and and just, you know, like try to read some articles on it, maybe other YouTubers dissecting it and you'll see that there's a commonality like people are uncovering and seeing the same thing. So once you're awake, you you see everything, yeah. you know. And um, I just want to quickly do a trigger warning. So if you're easily triggered, quote unquote, this is your warning to maybe fast forward a few minutes because we are going to be talking about these image images and the images themselves essentially depict the devil raping so and so. Yeah. I don't know if I could even say that, but I did say it, but I didn't say who specifically. So that's why we're going to use. We could say entering. Entering. We we could say
1: entering.
0: Non-consensually entering. Yeah. Yeah. So non-consensually abusing. Okay. Abusing in a non-consensual way is how we're going to phrase that for social media purposes. And it's okay that I use the R word just now because I didn't really establish connection between two parties. So... So, yeah, so so you've been warned is all I'm going to say. Do you want to start us off or do I start us off?
1: Um, Yeah, so I'll start off by saying at the very beginning of the video, we see Jay-Z because Mm. he's the opener of the song. And behind him or beside of him are six women. Mm. So six, by the way, six women dressed in all black um attire and not to mention that they're wearing um eyeglasses like sunglasses covering their eyes and um jay-z uh has previously stayed uh sorry and jay-z is already possessed in this song so he's already um part of this like organization you know part of this like uh elite group that he's already signed his own soul away to mm. and the six women present uh, represent jay-z's thoughts being um controlled, controlled yeah
0: and i just want to say how interesting that in a song called umbrella jay-z does not have an umbrella yeah at, n- at no point in the video and i think that that's also symbolic right because he isn't talking about a physical umbrella Right. So that's when you start waking up and you're like, oh, well, you know, but he himself is the umbrella. He's embodied the umbrella. He's embodied the protection. He is one with this demonic entity. He is one with the promises that, that this demonic entity promoted to him and sold him on. And so he, you see him just walking in the rain, unperturbed by what's going on. So all of the fucking, and it, it's not like normal rain either. Like it's portrayed as, as like fiery rain it's like sparks sparks right so it's like fiery kind of like supposed to give you that idea that it's dangerous you Mm. know like it's not just normal water and so he's just walking nonchalantly and so are these six entities you know which could represent different demonic entities that that take part or that come with rain man which which we're gonna get to after we dissect this particular music video
1: yeah um, but then after that, you want me to talk about this part? Yeah. Um, after that, we see Rihanna dressed in black and wearing a top hat, which I s- started this intro with, a top hat as well, a visual clue to represent the evil entity, which is masculine. Uh, the long claw-like fingernails give a sense of a demonic, ungodly creature. And, we, and when Rihanna starts singing, she moves in a sexually seductive way, to reflect the devil's attempt to seduce the pure Rihanna in the white flowing dress.
0: And and I also think that it's worth noting that when, when Rihanna is portrayed in this way as the devil, she is always constantly with her hair fixated over her left eye Mm -hmm. you know and so only one eye exposed and that's by default and even the hat itself is tilted in the direction to really like fortify the concept of having it covered
1: and i think it's interesting too because the the rihanna that's dressed in the all black attire that's supposed to be like the devil or evil rihanna with the top hat um, it's very interesting because we've talked about this on the daily episode too, where people try to like, um, sexualize, uh, Satan and yeah. we see it happen with a ton of celebrities. Like we've seen Sam Smith do it. We've seen like a ton of celebrities do it. We've seen that Lucifer show on Netflix do it where it's like representing, uh, uh, I keep saying representing, but presenting Satan as being like this attractive, uh person or whatever this like very alluring and sensual and and kind of like tempting um item or or thing or person or whatever and that's exactly the energy that this rihanna dressed in all black is giving it's like she's she's presenting herself i keep saying representing she's presenting herself in a very sensual and sexual way yeah and that is supposed to show her like trying to tempt and lure in this like innocent rihanna and 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 kind of like Im- embody this new version of her that's like the complete opposite of the one in the white dress
0: not just trying to lure Uh, the pure version of herself but also lure successfully has lured uh global audiences yeah right so people from all around the world are infatuated with rihanna you know um as a sex symbol as an idol as an icon and so there's this um deification right when she when people become deities and i feel like that is also by design and to your point it's always using seduction it's always using the idea of always being wanted by the world by others and that's what celebrities capitalize on that's what the kardashians have done and so it's establishing this idea of scarcity in terms of who has access and who has the ability to fully engage with the depths of their souls and the 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 depths of who they really are and so that scarcity creates this aura of divinity around them to the public and so they walk among men as gods essentially yeah and, and worship too like there are people i bet you a hundred million percent that there are people who live and breathe rihanna to this day like they wake up posters all over their house all they do is listen to rihanna all day all they do is rewatch interviews yeah. There are sick people who are completely brainwashed by these celebrities and again replace and insert any other celebrity insert justin bieber inserts lena gomez insert whoever the fuck you want to insert joe rogan podcasters it doesn't restrict itself to any one realm but it's really it's really prominent within the music industry and it has always been and the same can be said about michael jackson i bet you there's someone out there A few people, a few hundred people who wake up every day crying still to this day because Michael Jackson is not around.
1: Yeah. And I wanted to say that that's exactly what I see when I see like these fan pages and these people have must have like hundreds of these celebrities that they create fan pages for of their pictures saved on their devices. Because they, they're just constantly posting new pictures, pictures you've never seen, yeah. pictures paparazzi took, pictures of them in this interview. Like they have gathered, they know fun facts about them, you know, they yeah. know like what their favorite food is, what they're, it's so crazy how like obsessive. And I think that I'm not like saying that I'm not st- Basically, I'm not putting the fault on those people, but I'm putting the fault on these celebrities
0: right. and whatever
1: the hell they're put doing in their songs that literally hypnotizes people.
0: Right. Because look, humans have a very primitive lizard brain or a very primitive lizard characteristic to our, uh, you know, molecular binding, to our composition, rather. So we have an obsessive trait mm-hmm. where it's very common for us to obsess over things people items and that's why you have people who are obsessed with um, model trains, people who are obsessed with airplanes, people who are obsessed with pens you know um, So I think that it's really not that different from religious fanatics you know it's just again it goes back to the whole deification of uh, of an image of a personality be it dead or alive, And that's just part of being human. And that's why it's so easy for you to have all of these brain dead zombies, even within the religious context, you know, even within the religious realm, in spite of or in spite of everything happening with the priests molesting children, taking advantage of children, being moved around just like fucking killer whales at fucking SeaWorld people still are devout Catholics, still turn the blind eye. Why? Because of Christ, because I believe in the Lord and Savior Christ. So it gets very, very, very interesting. But then you see the same thing, my my final point being, you see the same thing happening with these celebrities to the point where every video that to me comes off as blatantly satanic, I look at it, I'm like, holy crap, I can't believe they just fucking... Show a fucking blood sacrifice in this music video. I wonder what the comments are like. And then you go to the comments yeah. and everybody's like, oh my God, she fucking killed Slay so Queen. So artistic yeah. and creative. She's the greatest ever. Oh my God, this is why I love her or him. It's like, you guys are fucking delusional, dude. It's a fucking disease.
1: And, and let me just say, because I do want to talk about this on another subject, but labeling something as art doesn't excuse it from being morally incorrect
0: 100 percent.
1: so i'm going to say that a thousand times it's like you cannot you you can't like let's just say an example because this is a a topic that i want to get into also but maybe not on this episode but we'll feel it out but but for example like posing a child nude right which is something i want to talk about because what a famous celebrity this has happened to her at a very young age and that was deemed as art yeah but that is immorally morally incorrect i mean immorally that is morally incorrect yeah. and so in like the way that i see it is that there is a fine line between what you call art and and how you're interpreting it and how you're perceiving it And so you can't just get away with like making music videos or doing photo shoots, just like the Balenciaga campaign. That's why it got shut down and why it got the backlash that it did. But you can't get away with doing these like forms of art and just calling it art and then not thinking that people will see through what exactly these like corrupt messages and corrupt like things and ideas and ideals that you're like pushing out Mm -hmm. through these forms of art
0: yeah and that's why we do what we do and that's why we hope that you guys you know uh continue following us not following us joining us rather on this journey towards uncovering the truth it's because like that's what i want like that's my personal goal and objective like i've been buying books a bunch of books on just like trying to uncover the the truth about the universe the truth about the world i'm trying to basically like d- devoting my life essentially with this podcast through this podcast towards uncovering the truth and and through that process i just want to you know um deliver some form of benefit to the people watching to the people listening yeah but that's why i feel like this is a valuable thing it's like because because we have to have these valuable conversations that are not brain dead zombified Outlooks on life that you see all over the internet. Everywhere you look, it's just idiots. It's a bunch of idiots, just brain dead people who are just completely brainwashed and completely devoured of any fucking reasoning. You know, like people can't think for themselves. And so we're grateful for the people who are watching and listening because that shows us that you're not one of those people. Like you can actually think for your fucking self, and you actually want to listen to what these fucking strangers, you know, me and gabriella have to say yeah because maybe it's fucking interesting maybe it's cool maybe Maybe you fucking
1: like it (laughs) maybe you fucking like it i know it's because
0: that's when i get passionate guys but yeah so i just want to say that um i do want to get back to the rihanna thing right so
1: yeah we're almost finished up with it
0: yeah so back to dissecting the images right here's what's interesting we have a scene of rihanna being surrounded and even attacked by a chrome colored liquid Mm -hmm. That represents the reproductive seminal fluids of the demonic force, a.k.a. Satan, who is trying to take advantage of Rihanna and abuse her in a non-consensual way.
1: And we know it's non-consensual because as this fluid starts like making contact with her, she's, she's kind of like trying to fight it off yeah man you can like get into it more if yeah you want.
0: so it shows rihanna right dressed in white it's the pure version of rihanna fending off and fighting off the chrome colored fluid liquid as the liquid tries to consume and attack her and it does attack her a total of six times
1: yeah six six and you can it's so obvious like as you're watching it like six times you can physically see this thing striking her yeah and, and i and just find it fending interesting. it off you yeah know? yeah but anyway six times it's not a coincidence and then afterwards
0: and then right after we see her fighting it off we see her fully covered in the chrome-colored liquid seminal fluid of the devil. So she's fully embraced in it. She's fully covered in it. Why? Because the devil has won. Wow, nude. It has nude. seized control. Whilst nude, yeah, which is, which kind of reminds me of Adam and Eve, right? So it's the temptation of Adam and Eve. It's the temptation of Eve more specifically. So it's showing, and it, it shows her kind of embarrassingly covering herself up, which is the same concept that happened when Eve ate the fruit, right? They both became self-aware of their own mortality, of their own um, vulnerabilities, of them being nude. And so that's what I thought too. I was like, damn, like that's really symbolic right there because she's covered in this fluid, but she's, you know, all of a sudden very timid and very like, you know Mm -hmm. like almost as if in the fetal position you know like she's like a newborn that's just scared and just covering up yeah
1: and and you can also interpret it as like people who are sa victims which you if you know you know what sa stands for grapes grape but people who are sa victims um they often feel like ashamed of themselves after something like that happens to them and they often like cover up and they feel like kind of disgusted and they feel like humiliated because that is what this like atrocious act will make someone feel like that's and so that's kind of the essence that i was getting here too as she's like covering her body and and all of a sudden she's completely nude so even even though she's covered in this liquid like her she has no clothing on yeah and so that is supposed to say something in and of itself like why all of a sudden after this fluid that looks like a clearish kind of colored fluid is like striking her is she now all of a sudden unclothed undressed without any clothes and and timidly hiding herself
0: yeah and then, and then right after that, it, it shows Rihanna covered in the fluid and she's being contained within an upright triangle. Yeah. And among occulted um, occultist or among occult circles, the upward triangle represents the phallus. Mm. It, it represents the male energy, mm-hmm. right? So she's being contained within that showing that the, the devil is in control now. She's contained, she's trapped. Yeah. And... So yeah, so essentially it means that Rihanna is now owned and contained within the control of the demonic energy. But here's the most mind-blowing part in my opinion. Um, In one particular frame, Rihanna is shown contorting her body into a shape and into a position that is anatomically impossible to achieve naturally, right? Like you can't do what she's doing naturally. And so if it can't be done or if it's not anatomically correct or natural rather that means that the frame was digitally manipulated and edited to achieve that particular stance and position within the music video which makes it even more interesting considering that it only shows up for a fraction of a second yeah it's a quick flash and someone went out of their way to digitally alter it to make it that position to make it into that shape
1: And the position that it's in is...
0: And the shape that that Rihanna is making with her arms and her body within this upright triangle is resembling...
1: Baphomet.
0: Baphomet. So you can literally see the outline of the horns with her arms, and you can see that her shoulder blades kind of come together and just create the two eyeballs. And even her drooping hair kind of... uh, resembles baphomet's goatee
1: the bearded yeah yeah, because he's a bearded figure
0: right so for those of you who don't know um rihanna shares a shocking resemblance with the infamous image of baphomet which is the idol that's worshipped by the members of the church of satan Mm. so i just want to you know like point that out because a lot of people might be listening and watching and thinking what the fuck is baphomet you know
1: yeah it's super crazy but then the video ends with rihanna who is now the bad girl or bad gal yeah uh dressed in all black and she's surrounded by six six men so similar to how jay-z in the beginning was surrounded by six women right now rihanna is surrounded by six men right. and these six men are dressed in all black as well and it represents her state of possession so now she is like um surrounded basically she's controlled and uh she dances suggestively with a closed umbrella kind of resembling a male's um you know phallus phallus phallic part and um the this this just goes to show that the devil has won and taken over her and she's kind of like even asking for more with her like suggestive dancing and at the end of the song rihanna Starts singing like come into me
0: yeah because she wants more yeah which is wild right because after you get you know assaulted by someone i would assume that it's a it's such a traumatic experience that you would never want that to repeat itself ever again obviously because it's such a horrifying experience especially for women right um but in her case it's like she got assaulted by this demonic force who invaded her privacy? Invaded her being, non-consensually, or in this case, it was consensual because she gave this demonic entity the green light and the permission to enter her inner vessel. But then she wants more. She's pleading. She's begging for more. She's like, "Come into me, oh, baby, baby." Yeah. And then, and then she says it's raining, and just like, and then just like you said at the end. She she ends up full circle where Jay-Z was standing is now where she stands.
1: And, and the rain is like sparks kind of. It's you still know?
0: raining sparks and her umbrella is closed because just like Jay-Z, she embodies the umbrella. Yeah. She is the protection because the demonic entity that promised protection is now inhabiting her as well. So just like Jay-Z walking around. No umbrella she has the umbrella but it's closed Mm -hmm. and then throughout the video it showed her opening the umbrella because maybe it's her like transitioning. you know like it's different phases of her life it's when she would need that physical umbrella but now that this demonic entity has taken helm uh she is the umbrella so she walks in darkness and and she sees because she is whatever possessed
1: and that's the end i think well uh, of rihanna at least of her video
0: yeah i just have one last thing to tie the knot on the on the whole rihanna thing that i just added last minute um so just just basically rounding up everything right at at the beginning jay-z is seen uh dancing well not dancing jay-z is seen at the beginning rapping in between six women right rihanna gets attacked by the seminal fluid by the chrome colored seminal fluid six times and then at the end rihanna is well comes full circle and she's dancing in the middle of six men so six 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 six, which is the number of the beast right
1: and the six eh, 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 yeah eh, yeah so the
0: the chants and stuff yeah here's what's crazy though i was just like doing research and digging through tiktok apparently there's a viral pastor on tiktok who claims that he once had an out-of-body experience that enabled him to journey into the depths of hell. Upon arriving, he said that he remembered witnessing a musical concert taking place in hell, similar to the ones that we humans experience, like Rolling Loud, for example, but instead of songs being sung by artists and musicians, they were all performed by demons. He then said that artists use drugs to explore their craft, opening literal portals to hell that allow demons to cross into our mortal realm, whisper lyrics and inspiration into their ears, and allowing Satan to then establish a firm grasp over humans and and. And, like, if you think about it, like, that makes, like, it it sounds crazy because it involves, like, opening portals and it's a pastor and maybe he's just crazy. But then he claimed also that in hell, Umbrella was one of the songs that was used by demons to torture the souls. What? And he distinctively remembered the song Umbrella.
1: Like, how? Look. Say what you will, but why would he single out this song of yeah. all songs? Like, there has to be a reason.
0: It's crazy, right?
1: Yeah, that's insane. That is absolutely insane. And I wanted to mention really quick that in 2017, Tom Holland did his own performance of the song Umbrella. I don't know if you remember that.
0: He dressed as a girl,
1: and it was for a lip sync, a lip syncing challenge battle. Um, And 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 it was like a mesh between two songs about rain or umbrellas. But then when the song Umbrella by Rihanna came on, he revealed himself in lingerie Mm. and he's wearing this like very little black female lingerie and uh, dancing suggestively with a closed umbrella, Mm -hmm. kind of representing a phallus, just like we saw Rihanna doing at the end of her video.
0: Which, again, back to Hollywood, right? Men wearing female clothing in public is part of the humiliation ritual.
1: And that's exactly what I was going to say. So people call this like an iconic pop culture moment, but it feels like it was almost meant to be embarrassing, yeah, purposefully embarrassing. And what I mean by that is that, like you said, it was meant to be And uh, humiliation and allegiance to this thing. And then the craziest part is that this performance was the same year that Spider-Man Homecoming was released.
0: That's interesting.
1: So it was his first movie. Well, other than the Avengers ones, but his first movie at, like his first spider-man movie right, right in 2017 and i don't think that that's a coincidence either i think that in order for you to guarantee your success there are certain things that you have to do there are certain humiliation uh initiations you have to go through and i feel like this was one of them for him and the song choice was blatant and everything was blatant
0: you got to pay the price man
1: and then uh, another thing i wanted to mention was that Like uh, Jay-Z referring to himself as Rain Man. I just thought this was interesting, but there's a 90s movie called Rain Man and it's featuring Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman. I'm not familiar with who Dustin Hoffman is, but the movie is about a mentally challenged Dustin uh, Hoffman playing this character who's mentally challenged but has like these special gifts. So kind of like people with like Asperger's and stuff, you know, and... And in this movie, he's exploited by Tom Cruise's character to win poker matches using his special abilities and his special gifts. And I thought that that was so crazy that it's called the Rain Man. Mm. And it's literally about someone exploiting the gifts and talents of this like person in order for their own like uh, personal gain. And I literally saw it as like that is what the devil is in order to obtain this like popularity and more people speaking about him or whatever whatever it is not even him the devil but like these like evil corrupt entities and organizations and whatever else Um, in order to obtain riches and success and and to continue winning he rounds up people with talents and gifts and uses them to exploit his own desires which is spreading across to more people
0: right right and
1: so that's how i see like these like whatever if it's illuminati these like organizations or if it's satanic but they abuse these people who have gifts and talents in order to continue pushing their own agenda so it's all for personal gain
0: of course yeah
1: And, yeah, I just thought that that was crazy that it's literally called Rain Man.
0: Speaking on that, though, right, Um, in the song Umbrella, Jay-Z says, just like you said, Jay, Rain Man is back with Little Miss Sunshine, Rihanna, where you at? So it's like Rain Man is now embodying Jay-Z's physical form and is in search of Rihanna. You know, Rain Man wants Rihanna. And if you look at Eminem's musical career and you look at his discography, you'll find a song called Rain Man. And in the song Rain Man, Eminem says, and I'm possessed by this new devil, my name. No, uh, I I forgot exactly what the lyric is. So I'm just going to paraphrase it. But he essentially says that I'm possessed by this new devil. My name is Rain Man now. Mm. So he changes his name to Rain Man. And what's cool, quote unquote, is that Jay-Z has tried to brush it off using that movie As a form of justifying what he means when he says Rain Man, he said in an interview that that's how he usually creates music. And there is truth to this, right? Jay Z is notoriously known as the rapper who doesn't write anything down. So he goes into the booth and he just spits off of his dome. Like it's just, it just comes to him, it just flows through him. A lot of people can equate that to demonic possession, they can equate that to black magic, to ritualistic you know, things that happen that he just embodies all these spirits who know exactly what to say and could tie back to what the pastor said about, you know, these artists opening a portal and allowing access of demons into their vessel and using them as a vessel to propagate these messages and these ideas could all be the case, right? But to my point, Jay-Z said what you've said, he said that it's Rain Man because he just starts mumbling And just like riding the beat and just saying stuff. And then eventually he creates a song, Mm -hmm. you know. But um, what's interesting is that Eminem doesn't reference the movie. He says that he's possessed by this new devil. Its name is Rain Man. Yeah. So it's literally a devil. And that's what Eminem is letting us know. Because he's always been someone who doesn't beat around the bush. He's very blatant and just direct with you. And he said that he's being possessed by this new devil who is Rain Man. And then I just wanted to say that there are a lot of songs out there, both hip-hop and rock songs. I think that there's also a, um, a uh, what's the name of the guy, Dylan, Bob Dylan song that he also talks about, Rain Man. And essentially, the songs that are devoted to Rain Man or to this Rain Man entity are signs of praise and loyalty and commitment to this entity that essentially governs the music industry, right? Mm. So when you create a song towards an entity, you, as a result, evoke and conjure that entity. And that's why I believe a lot of these music videos are in fact ritualistic tools, you know, and they're done in the public because maybe they want to harness and harvest rather all of the people's energies, yeah um and so by evoking and conjuring rain man it prompts the artist with the decision to either commit themselves and commit their souls to eternity and into the pits of hell in exchange for worldly gains yeah and so eminem has a song called rain man and he also has another interesting song called my darling Mm -hmm. if you listen to my darling it's literally eminem having a back and forth conversation with the devil with satan and this was i think three years after his friend proof died pr- proof died right which a lot of people equate that to being a sacrifice um so it was after he sacrificed quote-unquote allegedly his his best friend who he had tremendous love for and then he was also dealing with recovering from drugs and so he created this song out of frustration with this um, decision that he made of signing his soul away with the devil And then exchanging one life for the life that he now gets to live as Eminem, you know? Yeah. So the song itself, it's very interesting. It's literally a conversation with the devil. It's talking about the implications of the terms within the contract that these artists uh, uh, like agree to when they're signing with the devil. And I highly recommend you guys listening, but actually listening and, and really picking up on what he says
1: and there's one line where he says my darling because i possess your soul your mind your heart and and your body yeah and that is literally admitting that this thing that he's talking about or referring to has complete control over every part of his being which yeah. is his soul his mind his heart and his body
0: and it goes back to the possessiveness that yeah. i alluded to it's like the devil once you make a a, a freaking commitment with them you're his yeah or it's or whatever you want to call it but you
1: are a vessel for him yeah
0: like you've given your your soul you know like you have no soul like you just serve as an empty vessel that's just gonna flow through existence and serve this being's uh, narrative
1: and speaking of Eminem, he's done a lot of like one eye symbolism. He's yeah, done yeah. like the 666 symbol and he had the cover where he did the famous horns while covering one eye.
0: Yeah, I think that um, Eminem's Spotify profile to this day, if is, you check it, it's him doing this and then covering one eye.
1: Mm-hmm. And and that's exactly what I was going to say is that I think that Rain Man is just another term coined for baphomet or the devil and we've talked about that on a previous podcast where like all of these names like Baal, baphomet satan it's all synonymous with each other
0: it's all synonym
1: right and so rain man is just another definition of that and and we know because in this rihanna song we literally saw her make the shape of baphomet's head Mm-hmm. with her body yeah and and then and and then jay-z mentioning rain man and once you connect those dots it's just a given you know
0: It's super obvious
1: it's crazy but that's all i got on all this
0: t- yeah so i was gonna ask you um we are one hour and t- 23 roughly yeah what do you want to do
1: no we're good yeah call it yeah but i do want you guys to be prepared the next episode i do want to talk about like some over sexualization in hollywood pertaining to celebrities that many people are familiar with and it's because i found crazy stuff that i just feel like i need to bring to light because even if it's stuff that's happened in the past it's still stuff that continues to happen today with different celebrities and so just like, you know, mm-hmm. exposing it, I feel like needs to be done. And and that's why I kind of went on that tangent about art and stuff. Like there is a fine line where art, photography or whatever it is, needs to be called out for what it's like enticing, like these like... Um, these these wrong thoughts that it's enticing people to have like whether it's pedophiles or whatever yeah, yeah. but it's, it's specifically pedophiles because hollywood has a habit of sexualizing very young boys and girls well but also but i'm saying boys as well because usually people just re- address the girls but it happens to boys as well and that's i don't know it's just something i want to get around to and we'll get to it the next episode but just giving you guys a little friendly heads up if you want to listen to that one
0: little friendly nudge and then my my friendly nudge for the next episode and i literally have one two three pages four pages almost of stuff that i had prepared for this episode but we didn't realize that the the rihanna topic itself would would take as long as it did but no regrets because i feel like we really dissected it yeah and so i think it was a success hopefully you guys like this um format because we've alluded to music videos in the past but we haven't really like broken it down in terms of lyrics in terms of imagery in terms of scene by scene kind of if you guys enjoy this one um let us know like this concept because if you did then we are then you have no idea how much we have in store and planned from Lady Gaga, Beyonce, Bad Bunny, every everything rock and roll artists, you know, bands. We have a bunch of stuff planned that we're going to just really dissect and just break it down on on future episodes i have three or four pages already prepared for our second podcast of the week which we're going to try to pump out a second podcast sometime towards the end of this week towards the weekend Um, and i will be discussing three conspiracy theories regarding the jfk assassination Mm -hmm. that i find super interesting And um, I also want to say that we finally secured a podcast editor. And so that's the only reason why I'm confident in saying that we will be able to punch out two episodes. So we've been almost two months absent, but we came back, hopefully, what I think with a bang. And we are going to continue now and we're going to establish this consistency and we're going to establish a, a fixed day. Or fixed days, plural, if it's two episodes a week, where we post these podcasts. And my microphone has been kind of pissing me off a little bit. I feel like it's like losing power; it's like dying, which is weird. Um, I'm gonna like, you know, hopefully everything came out all uh, uh, came out okay. But it 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 is kind of freaking me out a little bit. But um, but yeah, so I'll figure that out as well.
1: You sound fine to me.
0: Okay, because it seems like unless I'm like super close to the microphone, like this rain man yeah. and it like gets like choppy and it seems like i'm on fucking puberty that i haven't gone through puberty yet but <laughs> so with that being said guys um thank you again for watching this for listening to this uh comment below what your thoughts are on everything we said if you're on youtube Comment below if you're not on YouTube. Head on over to YouTube, join the YouTube community because I feel like that's the best way for us to communicate. There's no way for you to really leave a comment through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anything like that, um, aside from like a review. So if you want to engage and just give us your opinion, best way to do it is through YouTube comments, or you can do a screen grab, a screen record of the podcast of a specific part, and you can post it on your Instagram stories and then tag us, mentally gone podcast or mensally studios. Mentally on Instagram. gone studios. Mentally gone studios on Instagram. And we will also see that and then we'll reshare it. Um, but yeah. So next episode we'll talk about the sexualization of children, JFK, assassination, conspiracy theories, and a few other things that we're going to keep as a surprise. Yeah. But um thanks again guys. And don't forget to like, subscribe, turn on your notification bell, do all those beautiful YouTube mm-hmm. stuff. If you're listening to this episode, if it gave you any amount an ounce of value just a little bit even if it's just entertainment leave us a review five-star review helps us out tremendously it helps grow the show whichever platform you're listening to is um, if it's google podcast if it's um, apple podcast if it's spotify leave us a good review, you know, like a good rating. Um, that would help a lot. And that's the best way to show love. And leave a like, share it with your friends, with your family, with your dog, with your neighbor, with your stranger on the street. I just bit my gum. Ah.
1: But watch what you are allowing your children to consume, be it music and movies, because while you think that it's all innocent and it's all art and it's all music, like and, and just seeing it at surface level... If you are, if you actually open your eyes and see what you're allowing your children to consume, then you'll, you know, maybe start revoking that a little bit and and doing them a big favor in the future. Because I do think that subconsciously we kind of like um, hold those things in our heads.
0: Not just your kids, by the way. You too. Yeah. Like you, the person listening and watching, because it's very easy for you to just lose yourself, you know, especially if you're a fan of concerts and you're a fan of hip hop. Like we're fans of hip hop still because we use uh, music as like uh, to like channel energy, to like channel just like motivational energy, inspiration, to like work out and stuff. So we still consume music that way. But we're very careful of like what songs we consume and what artists we consume their art of, their particular <laughs> art i guess but my point is it's very easy for even adults to get lost in this world as long as you are aware of it then you can navigate it better and you can navigate it independently without it contaminating your soul indefinitely
1: yeah, so, yeah. exactly so and watch said, what you eat yeah so
0: with that being said uh, <laughs> don't forget that it's never wrong <laughs>
1: to be mentally gone peace, peace to, to the, the world, world.